0: आइस्टेरियो और रेडियो रूम जिम सुन रहे हैं आप गपशप का प्रोग्राम है हमारे घरियों में बाद दोपहर के दो कब के बच चुके अब से लेके तीन बजे तक आपका और हमारा साथ रहेगा हमारे आज के इस कार्यक्रम में जिसका नाम बड़े प्यार से हमने गपशप रखा है क्योंकि इसमें वो सभी बातें जो आज नजरों ये बताते हुए कि नवंबर महीने की आज नौ तारीख है और आज बाहर का मौसम खुशनुमा है धूप छिटकी हुई है सुबह सवेरे इतनी सर्दी होती है कि अगर आपकी गाड़ी बाहर पार्क की हो तो आपको उसका विंडशील्ड स्क्रेप करना पड़ता है और फिर गाड़ी में कम से कम मिनट बैठ के उसको गर्म करना पड़ता इससे मुझे ये डर है कि चार पांच दिनों में अगर ऐसे ही सुबह सर्दी और दिन के वक्त थोड़ी सी गर्मी हुई तो आ, हमारी धरती जो है काफी सर्द हो जाएगी और फिर जब बरफ पड़ेगी हु, तब इतनी ज़्यादा बरफ पड़ेगी और इतनी जमेगी कि पूछिए नहीं क्योंकि ज़मीन सारी सर्द होगी उसके ऊपर बरफ पड़ेगी तो वो जम तो वेंसडे का दिन जो होता है वो अमूमन सेकंड वेंसडे ऑफ़ द मंथ अरुण गर्ग साहब का होता है आज वो किन्हीं वजह से हमारे स्टूडियो में नहीं आ पाए लेकिन उन्होंने मुझे हिदायत दी है कि मैं उनकी जितने भी मेडिकल मिनट्स हैं उसका आज एक प्रोग्राम तैयार करूं तो आइए आपके लिए ये जानना कि हर्� ya agar added sugar agar हम अपने खाने में डालते हैं वो क्या होती है in सब की jankari ya virus क्या है uski jankari हमारे आज के इस karyakram में होगी और इसके साथ blood pressure blood glucose heart ki कुछ बीमारियों के बारे में भी halki jankari aaj ke hamare is karyakram program what is a virus so to me virus
1: is a um, is, is the organism which uh, is differs from all other organisms that it does not have a membrane around its nuclear material. Normally cell, you have the nucleus which contains DNA, RNA, the one transcribes, but it is surrounded by a membrane. Uh, in virus, there is fr- free floating. So you have that, that DNA and RNA and then surrounded by outside membrane, uh, of fats and lipids. Mm -hmm. So that's what makes it different. It's a very small molecule. You could fit in 10,000 of these on a... Um, pinhead pin, uh, pinhead yeah, yeah. Uh, or s- i was going to say salt you know p- right uh, yeah so it's a, a speck of salt uh, yeah so it's a very small uh uh microscopic and most as a matter of fact you can't even see under the microscope mm. you have to use electronic microscopes so electronic scans you know the pictures you're seeing mm. these are all electronic scans of these particles fa- fa- fascinating Pictures with all the stones uh, coming out and s- spikes coming out. What it is is those are the outer membranes of this DNA material or RNA material mm-hmm. which l- uh, sits inside. And wow. then all the proteins and the receptors. But so uh,
0: what does it do? It, it then attacks the uh, uh, so cell? itself? I because
1: uh, the other unique property is uh, that it can be t- two basic types, what we call RNA and DNA. And this is the material which we use to propagate. Mm-hmm. Uh, in cell body, cell division, that's how they get divided, new proteins are made. And there are thousands varieties of these viruses. Uh, and for it to survive, mm-hmm. it has to live in another cell. It cannot survive on its own. Okay. So it's always looking to go somewhere. So there are plants which have viruses, there are animals which have viruses, there are humans which have viruses, and some of them just stay there, you don't even know. No. And some of them are really bad for humans, and we know all about them. SARS was one, so they go, they invade you, so mm-hmm. your respiratory or GI tract, you know, noroviruses, you have heard about those. Yes. Cold viruses, SARS viruses, the whole HIV yeah. epidemic, um, the um, some of the cancer-causing viruses, so there are just a whole slew of them. And the one which we are always concerned about, flu epidemic, yes. uh, flu season, yes. and that's uh, another virus. Common cold is another virus. Um, and now this particular virus belongs to that category of uh, common cold viruses, but very different. Okay. And that's why they have given it a name, uh, Corona. Oh, okay. So co- you can get co- cold, right. I think there were 10 or 12 different, I'm not a virologist so don't push me too far but uh, that's uh, it is. But that's I just true. want to mm-hmm. keep it at simple level uh, so at least I understand and if I understand then listeners will understand. So uh, corona is, the, if you could see the shape, the scanning, it's like a corona around the sun. Yes. So that's where that comes from and uh, um, they they mutate, they multiply and uh, if they get in humans and if humans don't have immunity for it because they are foreign particles, uh, then we are in trouble. And that's what you're seeing.
0: Thank you very much, Dr. Saab, for explaining what is the virus to explain in some words. We have heard a lot about herd immunity about the virus. So, this is what is herd immunity? Is. And I he also heard that when herd immunity is going to happen, hame the virus. Then the pandemic will end up. So, tell us ki herd immunity. Is. So,
1: I'm sure listeners want to know, because we've been vaccinating, we've been talking about immunity. The word keeps coming out as what is herd immunity? Hmm. And herd just means a group of whatever, herd of sheep, herd of cats, so herd. So herd immunity is when sufficient number of people, when sufficient number of people in a population becomes immune to a disease.
0: That is herd immunity. Herd
1: immunity. You could get the herd immunity by vaccination, artificial means, or you could have herd immunity by natural means. Which is? Just like you got infection you got immunity okay. and that is herd immunity and importance of that is that if sufficient people were immune then the rate of infection goes down because for virus to spread you need a carrier and if the number of people who are susceptible because if you are immune then mm-hmm. you are not susceptible right so then virus has to find someone else and that's what herd immunity is. Thank
0: you, Dr. Saab. My next question is about saturated and unsaturated fats. saturated or unsaturated fats? Do we can take knowledge about them? And if yes, where do we get knowledge about them? And do we need to keep about Saturated and non-saturated fats?
1: So, say fat is a kind of food. है. जैसे फैट कार्बोहाइड्रेट्स एंड प्रोटींस उसमें कई काफी तरह के फैट होते हैं तो उसमें दो तरह के फैट काफी माने जाते हैं तो उनको कहते हैं सैचुरेटेड एंड अनसैचुरेटेड फैट तो जनरल सैचुरेटेड जो कि थिक होता है फ्रोजन होता है या जैसे पचा हुआ होता है जैसे कि घी होता है Solid. Jata sol- solid ho jata ha, 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 ha. So, saturated fat, solid fat. Okay. Achha, unsaturated fat, liquid fat. Oh. But the most important difference is that saturated fat, which fatty acids, is not uh, uh, double bone. And it is saturated. Hmm. Unsaturated fat, which has a fat, is double bone. So, it is unsaturated fat. So, just certain oils. Hai, Uh, almonds and nuts and Uh those oils or olive oil they are unsaturated
0: what about corn and uh, sunflower
1: yeah they are mostly unsaturated fat sunflower seeds uh, even mustard Oil ka, most oil jo ki in room temperature pe right. wo uh, unsaturated hote hain unsaturated mein bhi kai that's true So if ki do bar, ek double bond हो double bond ka matlab jaise chemistry ho gayi to ki carbon se carbon mein agar double bond then jaye unsaturated So hai double bond ho double bond matlab, ho double bond कम से कम 6 डबल बॉन्ड हो सकते हैं और
0: ज्यादा डबल बॉन्ड हों तो वो अच्छे होते हैं कि बुरे होते हैं अच्छे होते हैं है,
1: है, है. एक होता है ट्रांस फैट वो कि अब तो कोई बात करने का नहीं क्योंकि जब फैट को जो कि डबल से होता है उसको कर दें hmm. तो उसमें they read the label. Right. It will tell them whether unsaturated, saturated. And so, it
0: one should take saturated.
1: Saturated, like lard is. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, old dalda was It was
0: saturated.
1: Yeah. And it was worse because saturation in was trans fat. Tha. Ah. So that was the worst kind of fat.
0: So, do you this मैं आपसे पूछना चाहती हूं कि जब हम कोई चीज खाते हैं या कोई चीज पीते हैं तो क्या उसमें हमें एडिड शुगर डालनी चाहिए और अगर हम एडिड शुगर डालते हैं तो उसका हम पे क्या नुकसान होता है और दूसरी बात को और भी अगर हम शुगर के बदले कोई और चीज डालने लें यानी कि स्टीविया या फिर हम गुड़ डाल लें तो शुगर और गुड़ में क्या कोई फर्क है in ke bare mein batayye, please.
1: Added sugar is very simply stated is the sugar which is not part and parcel of the food. So it's the sugar which you add uh, during the cooking or during the process. And added sugar can be any form. Could be sucrose, could be glucose, could be dextrose, corn syrup. But added sugar is the sugar which is added to the food during cooking. Mm-hmm. And it is uh, unfortunately not uh, known how much sugar was added. And in context of India or Indian heritage or South Asians, added sugar is in all our mitais. Right. And it makes it very big part of all our mitais is added sugar. Right. So that's added sugar. Um, The other question which is usually asked is, well, I don't like, to eat chini or Mm. sugar, Mm. but can I have gur?
0: Yeah, many people say...
1: Yeah, gur is better than uh, refined sugar. So, because white sugar is nothing but refined sugar from sugar cane. So
0: brown sugar is also better?
1: So brown sugar, white sugar, yellow sugar, red sugar, as far as I'm concerned, sugar is sugar is sugar. Read my lips. Sugar Sugar. is sugar. And added sugar is added sugar. Now I give that honey and, um, and gur have some uh, organic uh, uh, substances which you could argue that you need, so supplements. But the main content is still is sugar. And all through the year, uh, we have talked about food. What we say is sugar is a bigger addictor, bigger culprit than anything else we eat. So as far as what I could tell, um, no added sugar, and that includes gourd.
0: Thank you for explaining that beautifully, Dr. Saab. But with this, there are some other questions that come in front of us. We have written in different kinds of gaurans. And we have written in our about sugar. So my question, which is now, which will be, you know, as far as food is concerned, कि एडेड शुगर और तीन किस्म के खानों के बारे में आपने पिछली बार बात की थी उसको समझाइए एडिड शुगर हम बात कर चुके हैं इसको जरा और समझाइए और यह बताइए कि तीन प्रकार के भोजन कौन से होते हैं जो हमें खाने चाहिए या नहीं खाने चाहिए आई वांट टू डू आवर 1 मिनट फर्स्ट तो मैं आपसे पूछना चाहती हूं um what is added sugar
1: बहुत बढ़िया सवाल ये both confusing, but it's a very question. if we okay. uh, added sugar, we could lower so much chronic diseases. So what is added sugar is the sugar, whether it's white sugar, whether it's brown sugar, whether it's good, whether what kind of a sugar honey. is Honey. Mm. Honey, uh, uh, molasses, mm. anything which you add in preparation of the food. Oh. So that is added sugar. Teak. So the two types. One is added sugar which you don't see. Right. So all the processed food you buy off the shelf, they have uh, products in it by, by uh, like fruits mm-hmm. and uh, mm-hmm. flour and all that. Uh, they add sugar in preparation of that. Mm-hmm. That's added sugar but you don't see it so you have to read the label. Mm-hmm. But above all, if you are making the food and biggest added sugar is coffee and tea hmm. or soda, which we drink. Hmm. You Right. no added sugar. <laughs> no You sugar. have to put sugar in there. <laughs> yeah, no sugar. Uh, that is added sugar.
0: Okay.
1: So Shushmaji, added sugar is the sugar which you add in any form or shape to the food before you consume
0: that brings me to another question that means ki agar hum sugar add na kare kisi cheez mein bhi ya namak mirch add na kare kisi cheez mein to wo ban jata hai satvik bhojan
1: yeah okay
0: so in Bharatiya philosophy there is three kinds of food satvik rajsik aur tamasik
1: yeah
0: right So, yeah. in tino ki values kya hai
1: Willkul bh Sahija question question uh, added to our added sugar. Um, uh, in Baharthy Paramparame, which uh, Jo Amari Sanskrati hai bhotparani, sub there is have balance. So mm. everything mm. is defined in threes. Mm. So types of personalities are defined in three, type of food is defined in threes. So satvik is, I would say, in modern day, um, simple. Uh, fresh vegetables, um, balanced in calories, and a balance between carbohydrates, fat, and sugar. Okay. That's a balanced food. Is satvik. Okay. Rajusik is uh, rich huh. food. So, as the word says, satvik, uh, simple. Yes. So, rajusik for king. So that's really uh, fried food. A lot of calories in it. Right. Uh, Cream cream and fat, uh-huh. uh, but out of balance. See, all those things in balance are good. Yeah. So my simple answer will be, Sattvic food is balanced food. Okay. Rajvik food is still good food, yeah. but is out of balance. Right. And unfortunately, most of our people eat Rajasic food. Right. <laughs> and yes. the worst one is Tamsic food. Okay. And Tamsic food is food which is bad, yeah. which is spoiled. Which is in um, have bacteria mm-hmm. has putrefied, and beside having a lot of uh, no balance between carbohydrates, um, proteins, and fat. So, once again, satvik food a balance between three major ingredients have all freshness, and is balanced between carbohydrates, proteins, and fat have all the nutrients, have freshness to it. Uh, Rajyosik is. Out of balance is still good food. Time sick no no no
0: no total no. no. Spice Radio Radio Rim Jim Sundriam गपशप का programme. Third Wednesday of the month is usually booked with Doctor G. Doctor G और हम बात करते हैं और मैंने उनसे हमेशा हर प्रोग्राम में एक सब्जेक्ट के बारे में हमेशा पूछा है और आज उन सभी जो सवाल हम उनसे पूछते हैं उनको लेके एक-एक मेडिकल मिनट मैं आपके सामने पेश कर रही हूं तो आइए डॉक्टर जी का प्रोग्राम में दोबारा स्वागत करते हुए उनसे पूछें कि बायोमेडिकल टेस्ट क्या होता है बायोमेडिकल टेस्ट के बारे में डॉक्टर साहब इसलिए बता सकेंगे क्योंकि वो बायोकेमिस्ट हैं और इसके साथ-साथ जो थायराइड है थायराइड हमारी अपनी कम्युनिटी में बहुत से लोगों को होता है थायराइड का इशू क्या है uh,
1: biochemistry really is, allows you to measure some of the circulating hormones, which makes the diagnosis, uh, helps in managing the disease, and also prognosis. So, thyroid is the most co- common uh, condition where the gland in the body makes thyroid hormone. Uh, you could have high thyroid, low thyroid, and that you cannot diagnose just clinically. The symptoms are very non specific. So in answer to our minute question is thyroid tests are the biochemical tests which we are then able to assess whether thyroid is overactive, underactive, hypothyroid, hyperthyroid, and also the causes of various thyroid diseases. This uh, thyroid test alone, I would say, has uh, been around now for 50, 60, 70 years and have totally changed how we look at biochemical testing.
0: चलिए बात अब बायोकेमिस्ट्री की हो रही है तो उसको आगे बढ़ाते हुए एपिजेनेटिक्स क्या होते हैं जेनेटिक्स के बारे में डॉक्टर साहब आपने हमें काफी बार बताया है किसे कहते हैं इसको भी जरा हमें.
1: yeah uh, so shushma ji we talk a lot about genes hmm. and people say oh what can i do it's in my genes oh. so i have an answer for them hmm. uh, genes are very limited hmm. so epigenetics is a new field and what it means is around your genes, oh. epigenetics. And for our one minute, epigenetics can be defined as a heritable change in genome that cannot be explained by change in DNA. Oh. So in other words, um, your DNA is not affected. So there is no change in your real gene. Okay. But your gene is affected around the material which is controlling the gene, so you see it as a heritable change. In other words, change which passes from one cell to another during duplication. So that's what epigenetics is. And I think um, epigenetics has a tremendous significance in today's world around chronic diseases. So when we talk about diabetes, we talk about dementia, we talk about hypertension, epigenetics plays a very big role because it's related to your behavior. And change in your behavior becomes like it's heritable. So you think it's in my genes. Mm
0: -hmm, It's not. Yeah,
1: and a good example is um, glucose, my favorite example of added glucose. The theories are that if you expose uh, too much glucose, it affects how the insulin is controlled. And that part can be then passed on through epigenetics. There are other ah. emerging uh, things in epigenetics is why there is an increasing allergy in the population. Yes. And people again showing that it's because of sanitization. Maybe too clean, maybe too much use of chemicals then affect the epigenetic process.
0: Thank you, Doctor Sab. Hamari South Asian community may quit ache issues as well. एक तो डायबिटीज़ है, एक आ, एक आर्थराइटिस है। तो मैं आज डायबिटीज़ से ताल्लुक रखते हूँ, कुछ सवाल आपसे पूछना चाहती हूँ। I know that कि उसका ताल्लुक ब्लड शुगर से, ग्लूकोस से होता है। तो आइए ये दो-तीन सवाल आपसे पूछना चाहती हूँ। सबसे पहले कि ब्लड ग्लूकोस क्या होता है? क्या हमारी � So in terms of uh,
1: glucose, the reason um, I want to talk about it is because that's my specialty. Mm -hmm. So our title is What is uh, Blood Glucose? Yes. So blood glucose is the measurement in your blood of the circulating glucose. And it's done by drawing the blood, and then we have very sophisticated methods by which we measure uh, glucose. It's an indicator how your body is responding to glucose. And when we have... So it's uh, used in diagnosis of diabetes, or so you could have too much glucose, that's diabetes mellitus, or you could have too little, then it's hypoglycemia. So measurement of blood glucose is... a Tool which allows us to assess what your body glucose is, and that's used in diagnosis of diabetes or hypoglycemia.
0: और बात हमारे खून we not चल नहीं हमारी रगों रहा है वो हमें ज़िंदा रखता है तो के बारे में दो सवाल दिल से तो मेरा सवाल जो आपसे अगला है वो ये है कि ब्लड प्रेशर किसे कहते हैं क्या आप साधारण शब्दों में हमें समझा सकते हैं कि ब्लड प्रेशर क्या होता है और ब्लड प्रेशर कितना अच्छा होता है और कितना खराब होता है क्या ब्लड प्रेशर होना अच्छा भी है कि बुरा भी है सो व्हाट इज़
1: ब्लड प्रेशर सो ब्लड प्रेशर आई Blood pressure, besides diabetes, you know, we have talked so much about diabetes and other things in our show. We have never really talked about blood pressure. So, we're going to put a lot more emphasis on it because just like sugar, pressure is also the foundation of health. Mm. Okay, so for today's medical minutes, what is blood pressure? Pressure is the force per unit area, and blood pressure refers to the pressure or the force developed by the blood. And so you could have blood pressure in the circulation. So most common thing is systemic blood pressure or systemic circulation. (laughs) So the uh, peripheral in the arterial pressure is measured and that's Mm. what is called a systemic blood pressure. Okay. So go over again, it's the force per unit pressure of the blood exert when heart pumps. So the pressure comes from the heart and heart has a uh, systole, and heart has a diastole. In other words, they contract and relax, mm-hmm. and that's what blood pressure is. And you will refer, people will talk about two numbers, 110 over 70, that's a standard number. That means the pressure exerted in the peripheral circulation at the heart level, mm. So that's why it measured in the arms. Um, okay. And, uh, by the contraction of the heart, the pressure generated by that blood. And obviously, the resistance with which faced or the volume and the force mm-hmm. then determines the blood pressure.
0: Wow, Dr. Saab, the program is moving really well. And after the heart, it So here's we've to a And Heart and Stroke Foundation ki taraf se, हम इंटरव्यूज uh, भी पेश करते रहते हैं हार्ट uh, अटैक के बारे में ब्लड प्रेशर के बारे में भी हमने काफी बार बात की है लेकिन इतने साधारण शब्दों में इसके बारे में जानकारी रखना कभी-कभार मुश्किल हो जाता है ये बताइए कि हार्ट अटैक किसे कहते हैं हार्ट क्या
1: है heart heart chest pain they think it's heart attack you have a shorter breath you think heart attack mm-hmm. but in medical Thinking heart attack is a very specific condition which m- represent an acute event, an acute vascular event, so the oxygen supply to the heart yeah. is either reduced or decreased or stopped. So heart attack really is a decrease in oxygen supply to the heart, and that results into necrosis or death mm. of heart muscle. And that's what heart attack is. In medical terms, we call it myocardial myocardial infarction. Uh And I think uh, this condition is of great importance to our community because coronary artery disease, which is not heart attack, coronary artery disease just means your vessels, which are supplying oxygen to the heart, are clogged or have... Uh, disease. Mm. And that then leads to um, uh, diabetes Mm -hmm. or hypertension which are some of the prominent causes of uh, coronary artery disease. So I think it's all related and in our community heart attack or uh, coronary artery disease is three to four times more prevalent than general disease. Like while in other communities rate of heart attack is going down yes. in our community is going up. So I think it's very important that we talk about it, we make ourselves aware. And you were talking about earlier, a woman's health, yes. a heart attack among women um, or heart disease among women is uh, much more prevalent than people realize. And part of it is communication and symptoms are a little different.
0: Thank you so much, Doctor साहब। अमून लोग कहते हैं कि हमारे शरीर को अपने आप ठीक करने का सबसे बेहतरीन तरीका है अच्छी नींद सोना और कम से कम आठ घंटे की नींद सोना। कुछ लोग सात घंटे की भी कहते हैं, कुछ छह की भी कहते हैं। आपके नजरों में सोना sleep क्या है? कितने घंटे की होनी चाहिए? और कैसी होनी चाहिए? क्या सोते वक्त हम अपने बदन को अच्छी तरह से ठीक कर सकते हैं. क्या जब हम सोते हैं? ऑटोमेट हमारा हमारी कुछ चीजें जो खराबय होती है हमारे में ठीक होने Obviously,
1: I'm not an expert on sleep, uh, but uh, uh, just like everybody else, have a great interest in it. I would say to me, sleep is a process of rest- for restoring, uh, and recharging mm-hmm.
0: uh,
1: p- physiology of body. Okay. So it affects uh, every process in the body. So if you want to think of, sleep is a process of healing to get us ready for the next step. In addition, I feel uh, that um, sleep also has a bigger um, uh, interpretation and that relates to mind. See, we talk about brain, and we talk about physiology. But there is another state of mind, how brain interacts with the thought. And I think sleep is also involved in that restoration.
0: Spice Radio, Radio Rim Jhamsun, we are listening in And today second Wednesday of the month. Dr. Arun Garg is اور wo ढेर सारे सवालों के जवाब दे रहे رہے ہیں he's not in the studio لیکن وہ ہمارے سے بھی سوالوں کے جواب دے رہے ہیں. so Dr. Sahib welcome back to the program اور میں آپ سے پوچھنا چاہتی ہوں کی pre-diabetes کیا ہوتا ہے ہماری community میں diabetes کا issue ہے ہم نے ہے کا ہے. what is pre-diabetes pre-diabetic control
1: Diabetes, biochemically speaking, diabetes, when your glucose is not high enough to make it real diabetes. So in a way, it is pre, but it's not quite real. And it's based on your glucose numbers. So when you have your blood test, uh, if your glucose goes beyond 7 in the fasting state, that makes it diabetes and by then you already have symptoms and uh, presentations, signs and symptoms. However, if more and more in recent years, people are saying that there is a state which is not normal, Mm. but is not quite abnormal, and that is pre-diabetes. So in biochemical terms, uh, if your glucose, fasting glucose, is between 5.7 millimoles to um, uh, seven, then that is the pre-diabetes state.
0: So, are we to understand that people who have that will certainly become diabetic?
1: That is the key. So I think the idea is to lower the burden of diabetes, try to assess as early as possible, and then you could have some incentives uh, to improve lifestyle and see if you could control and do not become diabetic. Yes. So both works is, um, if you are pre-diabetic you have a higher chance of becoming diabetic on the other hand if you are in that range and then you say yeah, i'm going to see if i don't become diabetic you could uh, help uh, lower that risk.
0: people have issues <laughs> when they wash especially when uh, they big motion, they get very to or they have to go back and go back and forth. And what I've heard of the love is that it's irritable bowel uh, syndrome. Tell us about that. What are other things that come under?
1: Inflammatory bowel disease is a bad. It's a inflammation of your bowel. So ulcerative colitis, Crohn disease and uh, serious disease. Mm-hmm. You need to make sure uh, that's corrected. Irritable bowel syndrome is essentially nervous um, colon. Mm -hmm. So you have bloating, you have cramps, and you might have some diarrhea, but essentially there is no pathology. Mm. So that's what IBS. The problem in the past has been how to differentiate between the two. Okay. Because that's been a difficult thing. Now, good news is that there are more and more tests available and coming which can differentiate whether you have inflammation or just irritation and that's sort of a medical minute uh, inflammation is bad uh, irritation is uh, is uh, uh, abnormal abnormal and uncomfortable but there is no pathology
0: thank you dr sahab and now i want to ask you about eating, drinking. one of my favorite topics i mean i know that a lot of people cannot eat cheese a lot of people uh, have become vegan a lot of people are allergic to seafood like I am. Or a lot of people are allergic to other things as well. So food um, intolerance, what we will be very grateful to you. food intolerance? So
1: Mayo Clinic has one of the best series. So for your first time, as that Harvard University, Berkeley, mm-hmm. and now Mayo Clinic, if they want good source of information, those are the three websites. Perfect. On this website, there is ayata question. Food allergy versus food intolerance, mm. what is the difference? A true food allergy causes an immune system reaction. Okay. That affects numerous organs in the body. It can cause a range of symptoms. In some cases, an allergy food reaction can be uh, severe or life-threatening. Mm. and that's the key there. Mm-hmm. In mm-hmm. contrast, food intolerance are generally less serious and often limited to digestive problems. Ah. And food intolerance, commonest one is lactose intolerance and people are now getting into celiac disease, which is a lot more complicated, but it still is a food intolerance, right? Mm. And sometimes Mm. um, you get irritable bowel syndrome, and we'll do a show on that. I think a huge, huge issue of irritable bowel syndrome.
0: I think that is one topic that touches many people of many ages. Yeah, and you know,
1: on that one, I'm so excited because finally, we are coming up with a biochemical test. And as you know, I'm a test guy. I'm a test doctor, right? I do the testing. So, Dr. G, the
0: yeah, tester.
1: Tester, right? right? So I'm always looking to promote testing. And so there is a test in the making, right. which will differentiate between irritable bowel syndrome and inflammatory bowel disease. And oh, so they
0: then right there, there are two different things. Oh,
1: absolutely. One is Really bad mm. and one is not so bad so mm-hmm. and and we're going to come up with a test so that's a, a that's a show in itself so we'll do that so food allergy is a reaction immune reaction mm. to something and could be life threatening food intolerance is uh, uh, just distress or uh, related mm. to food intolerance mm-hmm. so psychologically you could have food intolerance you could have uh, uh, lactose because enzyme deficiency or you could have just osmotic load you just ate too much Mm. that could be or gas that's intolerant so that's Mm. food intolerance.
0: so for food allergy then because it's a little serious obviously that's when you are given a epipen by a doctor to, to use it if you are say for example I am allergic to all seafood. Yeah, and if I eat something which is it's got a little bit of uh, you know sea weed or something like that, I'll have a itchy tongue yeah, yeah, or yeah, you know. Yeah. But if it is serious, yeah. then I could just go gag and go, uh, am yeah. yeah. dead. And that's the
1: that's the yeah. serious part when it affects your breathing, right? Right. Yeah. And the food allergies, commonest ones, are related to nuts, ah, seeds. Yes. And but you could have seafood. Yes. And they in some cases, if they're bad enough, they're life uh, threatening. Yes. And you need to really um, um, pay attention. So
0: I I am deathly allergic to eggplant. Eggplant? Eggplant.
1: Oh, my goodness. And if
0: I eat eggplant, my vocal cords start swelling up. Oh, wow. Then I can't breathe. And then I can be... I, I knew
1: you were special. Yes. But I didn't know you were that <laughs> special. I have never heard anybody being allergic to... Eggplant. Eggplant. Can you
0: believe that? And oh, I, I love... I, my mother used to make the best uh bengal ka bharta.
1: Uh, I'll have and to so I
0: can't have Bangun Ka Bharta.
1: I'll have to research that one for Could you Could you
0: please yeah thank you
1: what's in it because I've not heard that you know
0: I think it's from the nightshade family so anything the yeah, nightshade no, family yeah. I am I'm allergic to
1: yeah I, if I, I'm smiling a little bit because right so yeah. I, and you said you have to be child so yeah. <laughs> uh, I just have to share this with you uh, my wife when I first met, um, was not allergic to nuts, right? And she used to. <laughs> uh, I, I hope she's. She, I hope she's listening, you know. Uh, but uh, she used to eat nuts like you won't believe. Right. Then all of a sudden, we found now she's severe allergies to nuts. Yes. So she's allergic to nuts, and I say, yeah, she's allergic to nuts because she married the biggest nut not on the heart. earth. <laughs>
0: I'm glad that you can laugh at at things like that and, and I love it. <laughs> <laughs> आजकल के जो बहुत पॉपुलर वर्ड्स हैं उनमें मेंटल वेलनेस के बारे में हम बहुत सुनते हैं और जब मेंटल वेलनेस की बात होती है या फिजिकल वेलनेस की बात होती है तो जितनी भी बड़ी-बड़ी कंपनियां वेलनेस के नाम से अपना बिजनेस चला रही हैं वो इस बात को भूल जाते हैं कि ये सारी जो शिक्षा ली है उन्होंने वो योगा से ली है। और उसको क्रेडिट uh, न देते हुए uh, हमेशा वो वेलनेस को अपने ही तरीके से प्रेजेंट करते हैं डॉक्टर साहब मैं आपसे पूछना चाहूंगी एंड यू आर PROPONENT ऑफ योगा मैं आपसे ये पूछना चाहती हूं कि व्हाट इज मेंटल वेलनेस और कई लोग ये भी सोचते हैं कि अगर वो थोड़े लथारजिक हैं और कुछ काम नहीं कर सकते तो क्या कॉफी के जरिए वो अपने आप और ज्यादा तेज कर सकते हैं या अपनी जो मेंटल कैपेबिलिटी है उसको शार्प कर सकते हैं क्योंकि कहते हैं कि कॉफी और टी स्टिमुलेंट्स होते हैं तो इन दोनों का आपस में कोई है
1: when i think of mental wellness i think a, a state of a state where you have a balance Mm. between mind, body, and soul. And to me, that is mental wellness. Mm. Through um, uh, making sure that the thoughts which you are generating are balanced. Mm -hmm. So in terms of your question uh, that what coffee does, Mm. uh, that's a very small portion of um, making you alert. Mm. So coffee has certain chemicals which, yes, definitely go through, you drink it, they get absorbed, and they go to the receptors in the body, in the brain, and you're alert, Mm. and you feel like you're thinking. But that's a small component Mm. of mental wellness. To me, mental wellness really is, are we getting to the stage where consciousness, spirituality, and uh, actions and the dharma is all coming together to make you live a better life Hmm. i mean that really is mental wellness Hmm. so i think uh, we could talk and you know the reason this is important is that that's one area where our old vedic sanatan dharma Mm -hmm. philosophy Hmm. excels you know in terms of western psychology is very recent uh, if you read uh, and you try to understand the essence of Ayurveda, very big part is this mental wellness based on breathing, mm. based on um, uh, meditation, mm. and I think now only Western world is trying to incorporate that and try to understand. So,
0: in other words, Dhyan and then Pranayam.
1: Yeah. Yeah, that's uh, in terms of uh, part of the Raj Yoga, you know. Right. Yeah, Yoga. So I think Niyam uh, and uh, the, the rules with which you live is as important for mental wellness, you mm-hmm. know. Uh, dharma part of it, right. Mm-hmm. And then Pranayam and then um, asanas, even the asanas are very interesting Mm. because they are related to breathing. Mm. So when you do those asanas, you have to have proper breathing. And that really affects your parasympathetic and sympathetic nervous system. Mm -hmm. And I think with that then you do have a balance. So mental wellness to me is a balance between mind, body and soul through how you live right so i think that's a simplified i could get to your answer <laughs> very complicated question
0: no but but i think i think many people would would uh, agree with you that if you understand as to how to balance your 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 mind your body and your soul obviously you would be a healthier being on this yeah, planet right yeah, yeah and so for that um, what is important so is what does one have to do to be mentally well
1: again I think (laughs) these are deep questions so I think we need to uh, be reflective Mm -hmm. Uh, it's not like live answers. but I could share with you uh, what seems to have been my experiential because in this Uh, We talked about education. Mm -hmm, We talked mm -hmm, about mm -hmm. uh, empowerment. We talked about, uh, and I'm not talking about Mm enlightenment, because eventually people will say it's the enlightenment. Mm -hmm. But I think, uh, I I don't think that's a practical Mm -hmm. answer. Mm -hmm. But it's the experiential. Mm -hmm. So we need to experience and we need to live. And I think the biggest dilemma our society is facing in today is people understand what is right, what they should do. But for whatever reason, they're not able to live that. So I think what your question was, what should we do? I think we should try to do the right thing for the right reasons at the right time. And I think through the process of learning, we should define what that right thing is.